The Breakdown by the Magic Men. Let's get right into it. The Breakdown of Friday Night Lights. Yep. So uh, this one's over chapter 7 through 12. This is our second podcast. The first chapter is uh, chapter 7, so school days. So pretty much it talks about their band in the starting paragraph. They got a whole lot of band members. It's crazy. Well, I'm sure they do because... Not, if there's that big of what a, we say that big of a football program, I would hope they have that big of a school too. You know? well, yeah, yeah but, they're like they are like a six A school, I think is what we said. Fifty four people that play clarinets. Jesus. Oh, 50, clarinets. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Fifty one people that play the flute. <laughs> it just the fifty four is almost more than our whole high school. So you know. It is more actually. Uh, 36 clarinetists. Wait, it says that twice. Oh, coronetists. There you go. Yeah, 25 percussionists. That would be loud. Jesus. Yeah. Imagine how many people have to hear it. If that goes into, like, basketball, imagine how loud that gym's going to be. Yeah, play that in Lebo's gym. (laughs) Man, that would be... I don't think all their band members would be able to fit in the gym. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, so, pretty much, like, just having that student section of people being loud and uh you know just having all those people there to cheer for you and on your side that, that has that, to make the atmosphere when you play a lot just completely mm-hmm. different yeah oh, because yeah. other teams they're not you know they're most likely not going to be ready for that so like mm-hmm. like well, we don't have we don't have a I'm student sure, section I'm sure most... they're out there in texas and they're that big of a school i'm sure yeah, other schools yeah 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 but this like, every place would be big. different. Yeah. Yes, because I, I realized last night that when you have a student section, it makes a big difference mm-hmm. in how, how the game's played. Because mm-hmm. I am not used to, you know, the loudness and all that. Or the echoing. Yeah. The, the echoing is what gets a lot of players, actually. Just multiplies how loud they really mm-hmm. are. By like 10. Yeah. Because so, if you go to somewhere like Emporia and hear their student section, it's it's really quiet because the echo is just not there like it is in Lebo's gym. And pretty much the rest of the chapter kind of talks about the school and, you yeah. know, the classes and stuff like that and the, the people on the team and, you know, what they wear and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's okay. And then you got the East versus the West. That seems pretty interesting. That that's definitely a rivalry game. Yeah, that sounds like an All Star game actually to me. Yeah, like the, the Eight Man All Star like, game. Yeah, and also kind of like how Waverly's like rivals with uh, Lebo. Shoot, what's up? Oh yeah, Lebo. That's Lebo. Forgot their name. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that sounded that sounds pretty interesting to be able to go and watch and. You know, I couldn't imagine the crowd and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Rival games down in Texas, I hear, are very intense. Probably it's kind of like how... get really chippy. Yeah, kind of like how Melvin does when they played us in football a couple times. Well, there was reasons for that, but... Like, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, you, but get, you get it. I mean, yeah. it's loud. Every, yeah. You know, your team, You, I mean, you want to win every night, but mm-hmm. that just makes you want to win even more. It makes you play a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it gives you a whole different mentality and of not how only you're that, play. the stands are going to be every single seat taken if they're oh yeah six a and it's a rival yeah yeah for sure i mean 
regular oh, games. Oh, and, and there is a picture games. right here yeah, of this, regular of games, the, I feel of this like game. Yeah, will be packed either way, but I you don't can, think. This is the picture of the game. Mm-hmm. You can just tell that that place is packed right now. Yeah. So. And <laughs> they're all wearing cowboy hats, too. <laughs> huh? That might be their band, actually. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. All right, and in this chapter, it kind of tells you about the game and the scores and, you know, how people played. and mm-hmm. I mean, it tells you how the game went. It, yeah, pretty yeah. much, and, you know, the intensity of it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you you could, you could probably have friends from that other school and, you know. But depending on who you are, that might just make you go even harder than Exactly, yeah. It says... By game time, more than 15,000 fans had emptied into the stadium. And imagine that just for, like, a high school game. 15,000? Yeah. That's unimaginable. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, what's the population of Waverly? It's like 600-something, yeah. That is ridiculous. So, yeah, almost. They went 23 years without beating Permian. That's That's a lot of years. A lot of you of losing to the same team every year. Oh That's gotta God. get annoying, and that would just make you even more mad every year that you don't win. And not mm-hmm. only that, Perineum or whatever, they might just after a while think, just, "Oh, this is gonna be an easy game." Oh, yeah, we're on a twenty-three. They haven't beat us in twenty-three years. This won't be that hard. Yeah, and then they'll go into the game cocky and everything, and then um, the other just, team, then they'll end up playing really bad. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And the other team will go in there yeah. hungry and playing a lot harder. Yeah. And I, feel like know, I feel like at some point you're just not going to expect how the game's going to go. Mm-hmm. That's, that's if you think about it, that's kind of how the our, for, our second game of the year in football. Yeah. Against Berlin game. Yeah. You yeah. just expect them to come out. And everybody expected them to come out. And just kill us. Yeah. But I thought we were going to lose too. Yeah. <laughs> sure all of us did. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I saw them. But then I saw them running onto the field in that tunnel. I decided I don't want to lose to them. Yeah. They do it. Annoying. I don't know why they do that every time. It's just. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can see how premium will go on this. Yeah. Damn. So can I. I like how they put like little chapters in the chapters. So like part one and mm-hmm. two and three. That that makes it interesting. It like it it doesn't like switch what they're talking about, mm-hmm. but it just like. It gives it a good way to uh, go to the next part. Yeah. 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 And then we got chapter chapter nine, Friday Night Politics. So pretty much it just talks about more of the games and, you know, the tickets for the game is what it says in the first sentence. It's like the tickets for the showdown at Moonline High didn't go on sale until Tuesday afternoon. Which was a weird way to start, I thought, just because of the fact of, like, why, why do we need to know why the tickets are being sold on Tuesdays? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you got anything, Brady? No. You just covered it all for me. Well, I mean, it was a pretty decent-sized chapter. So far, I have noticed that there, there have been, like, rhymes in school songs. Like the beginning of chapter, somewhere in chapter seven, I don't remember where. If I can find it yeah. again, 
Oh, there's a poem right there or something. Like a rhyme. Oh, well, I probably have like high school song. Yeah, I'll have to find it now. I'll say it. Mm. Ah, all hail to Almighty. We'll always be loyal. Where the future leads, our thoughts will return to thee. On every field of battle, will our banner ever wave. There will be a glorious victory for Permian High always. So that's per, that's got to be Permian High School's school song for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I like how it gives you the scores of the games and like the rundown. Yeah. Even if they... It gives you like, the whole game. It doesn't just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't... I mean, it, it makes you want to keep reading and find out mm-hmm. everything about it, what happened. It tells mm-hmm. you even when they completely whoop teams. Yeah. And so, like, right here it says, uh, with the score 35 to nothing by the fourth quarter. I mean, one more touchdown, the game's over. And they were playing Midland High Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says here that the Perimian, you know, they, they didn't give up at all. They, they were like, we're going to finish off this game no matter what. You like it or not, we're, we're going to finish this game. They never let up. So, yeah. I mean, I like how it gives you things like that and how. Those tiny details. Yeah, the yeah, tiny it details. It really lets you know the intensity and how they play, like how they play football. Yeah. J- just because they're beating you doesn't mean that they're going to let up. No, they're going to finish you off and they're going to go on to the next game and not matter. They'll just, move, they'll just forget all about that yeah. game pretty much and just move on. Yeah. Um, even beating another Texas school, like forty-two to nothing, that's a that's a big accomplishment. That's, Even yeah. if you're from Texas, beating another Texas school, yeah, that bad is just impressive. Just because, like Texas, you know, football-wise, it's, it's known, everything. It's, it's known football. Alone. Yeah, high school football. I'd like to see that school play a team. And we're like, down here in little Kansas, with eleven kids on our team. So I'd like to see a. Team like Odessa, play a team from California. Just mm. to see on how, because California is also known for football. I think that'd be a very interesting matchup. Yeah. As well. Because a lot of college prospects and play NFL players, they come from California. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers came from California. I know Tom a, Brady. Lot, a lot of big names. Yeah. Football players come from. California and Texas. Yeah. yeah. So it just proves that, like. That's just because every. I mean, it's because. 15,000 people in the stadium, every single game, there's going to be. Yeah. Some somebody there of, that's important. Some Yeah, there's somebody that's either scouting. I, and I can almost guarantee at least. Somebody that couple, can get your name to a college. A couple mm-hmm. of scouts will be there for sure for colleges. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And so everyone's going to try and impress those. Like, that's playing. They're going to try and impress them. It also talks about, like, not just, like, the football team and the school and the town itself. It, it talks about the whole world and, like, what's going on. So it talks about oil and, I mean, oil is obviously a big thing in Texas, but, like, it talks about banking, and which I think is odd, but, like, it just brings more detail to the book and what's going on around them and mm-hmm. how they're going to deal with it. It doesn't, it doesn't want to bore you and just talk about football and school mm-hmm. all the time. He wants to talk about their outside lives and how the outside stuff out of school is helping them in school in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We say that one's good. 
Yeah, this next one was pretty interesting. Bobby Who, the guy that was talked about a whole lot, big name guy in the in, start of the book. Yeah. He's now a nothing. Yeah. It just because just because of that leg injury. Yeah. It says when Bobby Miles returned to the football field, no one called out his name. Obviously, I mean, that has important to be one anymore. of the toughest yeah. things when football's almost all you got and. For being such a big name yes. to hurting your leg and then coming back and becoming a nobody, mm-hmm. pretty much. It, it just, it has to be. It has to crush you. Yeah, it has to. You, you want to come out and prove something. Yeah, you and just want to come out and just. It's almost from, like, you were at the top and now you fell down. Everybody you want to try and reclaim your throne. just kind of gave up on you. You just want to try and reclaim what was, mm-hmm. what was yours. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, it's not going to be that simple down in Texas because somebody's already there to take your spot. And it says, well, yeah, like we later said in the, the chapter, podcast. they talked about his game, the game. Yeah. He got into the game in the second quarter. He gained four yards on this first carry of the season. He got the, he got the ball again, spinning for a gain of two yards, then blocked from the tailback position as Comer scored his third touchdown of the night to make the score 20 to nothing at half. Obviously, they had a good, you know, a good enough running back or tailback to come in, yeah. mm-hmm. take his position, mm-hmm. and now, you know, he had an injury, so what? We got somebody else mm-hmm. yeah, and that's, that can do just as good as you did. That's mm-hmm. the thing. You get injured down here and you get back, you're, you're going to find the field even if you don't start, especially with the amount of kids we have. Down there, there's a bunch of people waiting in line just for your spot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you not like we said in the last um, podcast. Even when you go to practice, you need to compete. If you're up there every single day, just like you do need to down here, but it's just on a whole nother level up mm-hmm. there. Because every day is a is mm-hmm. like vile to even mm-hmm. seeing the field. Um. It says uh, it said the year before the same team Bobby had a 232 yards on eight carries. Jesus. That's that's impressive. I wonder how many yards per carry that was. How, how many did you say it was? 232. And eight carries. Yeah, and eight he carries. He averaged 29 yards per carry. Yeah, and that's just ridiculous <laughs> because, like, you go from being that <clears throat> of a star, nobody can stop you, mm-hmm. to the next time you play – you're you're barely getting five yards to carry. That's a big difference. And I think he only gained six yards in total after those two runs. Yeah, four and two. And that's got to put you mentally, mentally uh, yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he went from being an everybody to being a nobody. And uh, here, here's a picture of him. Right people here. are just forgetting about him. Yeah, people are going to forget just, about him. If you get hurt up there in Texas and you can't play, they just give up on you and find somebody else because there's a bunch of people waiting. Yeah. yeah. No Just matter trying. how good you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, his his uncle was thinking that it would, is it even right to even let Bobby be playing at all after his injury and, you know, he's not playing that well and obviously that's going to take a toll on him mentally on, on Bobby. And not only that, it's the fact he's not playing well and he also has the risk of hurting himself way worse it's just 
It's Some, kind of been a predicament. Sometimes when you get hurt, you might as well just call it an end because, you know, it's going to take a lot to get you back unless you know you can get back to, you know, that high quality football you, you were playing before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a lot of pictures of him. Yeah, so this, far through the, you know, wait, yeah, you go ahead, Brown. In, in this uh, chapter, just like showing and. I mean, you can see how big of a person he is, and, you know, he looks like he can do some damage on the field, and it it would make a, I mean, he went from being, yeah, like we said, the best to nobody, and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, what are you going to do? And, I mean, you can't just come back out. And, we understand if he's that good, we, we probably get that he works hard and goes hard and everything, but after you get done with that bad of an injury coming back you can go as hard as you want but there's just certain things you're not going to be able to achieve that you used to be able to do and after a while you might be you might be able to maybe run as fast or do some stuff you used to do but he comes back right after the knee thing he's not going to be able to do half the things he could because while he had it he couldn't even like run like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I noticed throughout the chapter, it talked about how per- Permian scores, like on page 206, right before the chapter ends, I believe. Yeah. It says, led by Winchell, Permian trampled the Cooper Cougars 56 to 14. And then another game was like 49 or 30 or something, 49 to 2 or something like that. It was just, they've been blowing teams out lately. And just shows how dominant they can be down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, that, that those few chapters leading up to chapter 11 were pretty much about the whole season. Yeah. And, you know, about the, the games that are going to lead up to the playoffs. And uh, right before chapter 11, it's a, it starts to push for the playoffs. So, I mean... You've had to have proven that you're something good between now and then. And if you're pushing for the playoffs in Texas, that's a big deal. So you're wanting to go you're back to the away. championship again mm-hmm. and win and prove, you know, we can do it more than once and we're better than you guys. And so uh, Sisters at the is the title of Chapter 11, and it talks about how uh, – it talks about oil rigs and – it says at the end of 1981, a record of 4,530 drilling rigs were running in the United States. And then it says 10 months later, that number had dropped to 2,379. Yeah, so, so just, that's back to orders. like, yeah, that goes back to the beginning of the book where it talked about how Texas had like the boom sessions and then just economic devastations yeah where everything was opening and then everything started closing and oil is probably one of the best money make it guaranteed one of the best money makers down to take on your land you're gonna be a millionaire yeah 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 and that's pretty much that chapter is just talking about you know america and texas and oil and it it just kind of talks about the first national bank and has a lot of money in it. Like uh, it says 
August 1982 alone, deposits had dropped $150 million. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Wish I had $150 million. I wouldn't be here, but you know. <laughs> it talks about loans, and it was just an odd chapter. It wasn't really much about football and all of that. It's, it's about, you know, the state of Texas and the United States and how, how, like, they had a depression, I guess, and with yeah. everything. And it says in 1981, with hovering oil hovering around $40 a barrel. Mm-hmm. Any, that's not very much, but any idiot could have made money from it, really. Yeah. But then, kind of go up a little bit, it starts, it says, not when the price kept going up and up, not when just about every banking and investment institution in the country said oil was going to go to $65 a barrel. That, that, yeah, but that was our, I think that was a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't know how much earlier, but. It even tells you, like, it was a, it says right here, but, in quotes, that that a rig was a, it was a 17,000 foot rig. I didn't know this, cost $3.5 million brand new. Yeah, but see, that's, yeah. I was going to add on a little bit, you said that. Finding that. Oh, oh wow all that oil in texas that like the people that are finding it and the people that are drilling it are going to make a bunch of money and mm-hmm. their kids are going obviously they're most likely playing football they're going to donate a lot of money to that football program and that's mm-hmm. probably how they get so many so much nice it is his they have such a nice stadium on page 219 from 1973 through 1981, the price of oil went up more than 800%. You know how much money that would cost just to get one barrel of oil? I would definitely say around 70 bucks. For one barrel of oil, I think that's a little much, but... The next... Are we, are we good with that chapter? Pretty I much think just we talked are. about oil rigs in the state of Texas and the United Yeah, it's States just talking about banking. money and oil. Yeah. yeah. Pretty I, mean, much. I thought it was a pretty interesting chapter. I learned a lot that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so, chapter 12, which is our last chapter Civil the War. Civil War. That's a, that's a pretty big name for a chapter right there. At least yes. I think. Everybody knows, you know, the Civil War, what that was. And yes. So. Pretty much. I'm just going to guess that's like a ri- the rivalry between Odessa and Permian. I'm going to guess. Something like that. It could be. I don't know. I did notice that on page 235 it says, Booby Miles have left the scene almost immediately. So pretty much reading up to it, like, it seems like he's not, he's not playing anymore very much. And he's not playing at the level that he used to. And so scouts aren't very much looking at him anymore, and he just can't. Yeah, you know, what Coy was saying, he can't. He can't compete anymore. You get an injury up there at that level, everybody else is still working. You have yeah. to sit several months out with no work, no matter how good you are. The worst player up there in Texas could catch up. Right here on page two forty one, it says, "No matter how talented the team, Gary Gaines will never take a Mojo team to the state finals." You gotta be a team, pretty much, is what he's saying. Like, you can't, you're not gonna go into the state finals and be cocky, like, oh yeah, we made it here because then you're gonna get beat. 
and it says, uh, what he said proves he is incompetent. And then it quotes it. It says, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, if two good teams are playing. Never in the history of sports has anything been more ludicrously said. So pretty much, I mean, if it's a good game, win or lose, obviously you're going to be upset if you lose, but you're going to know, you know, that you didn't lose just because you, you guys were bad, but just because maybe a couple more things went their way. Yeah. And playing a playing in a good goals. game, yeah. Kind of like how our game went last night. But, yeah. It says he talks like a coach and acts like a coach, but he is not yeah. a football coach. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he says some things that, like, they, they make sense and, you know. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, we can pretty much wrap it up there if you guys want to, unless you guys got something else. I don't know. I don't got anything else. Nothing really. Just that uh, Bob Miles thing. It's just yeah, that, that was definitely the craziest part of the chapters. I think somebody, somebody yeah. that's dominating Texas football, Texas football, uh, getting hurt, sitting out several months while everybody else is still working hard and all that, and he comes back and he's. Not even a fraction of what he was, just because like if if he got like just to compare like if he got that injury and he came down to a small town like down here, he would obviously start and be the best person. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he would run through the league. Oh yeah, he'd get yeah. all state and all that, but up there he's he gets six yards and he like. Yep, it's just like well. Just that was him that, for a little bit, yeah, and now it's somebody else's turn. It just shows you the type of level that they up there. We don't even. It just shows on how there's not even a comparison with this. No. Up there, because people well, live for football up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I have to say. All right, and so uh, we're gonna have our our next podcast, and uh, it's gonna be on the next our last few chapters. So. Got to make sure we get those dealt with. And then, so, pretty much what we discussed was, you know, how he became, you know, a nothing for the most part. Mm-hmm. And uh, oil rigging in Texas is completely different than most places. Mm-hmm. And how, how something like that can affect the football team and the economy and the community that they live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think is going to happen in the future, playoff-wise? I think they'll win the whole thing. I think they'll win state. I, 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 I feel like they're going to get there and then lose. Like, it I just seems like one of those books. Bo- yeah, yeah. yeah I, can, I can see that, but I still got I got this feeling that they're going to end up winning it. Yeah, it might be a close game. And I'll, yeah, I'll admit it. well, that's how I you want a state championship. So, that also kind of sways my opinion, but it's the book and Books and movies are completely different sometimes. But yeah, but yeah, I just, I just feel like this might be that great. All right. Well, but yeah, we'll find out next time, uh, about them finishing the regular season, and uh, yeah. So pretty much that'll, that'll conclude this one. Yeah. All right. We done. Yeah. 